Chapter Two of Workhouse Characters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Workhouse Characters by Margaret Nevinson. Chapter Two Detained by Marital Authority. By the law of England, the mothers of illegitimate children are often in a better position than their married sisters. An unusual sense of expectancy pervaded the young woman's ward. Mrs. Cleaver had gone down to appear before the committee, and though the ways of committees were slow, and pauper time worthless, it was felt that her ordeal was being unduly protracted. "'She is having a dose, she is,' said a young woman, walking up and down, futilely patting the back of a shrieking infant. "'I ate appearing afore them committees.' "'Last time I was down, I called the lady sir, and the gentleman mum, "'and my art went pitter-patter in my breast "'so that you might have knocked me down with a feather. "'There she is. Well, my dear, you do look bad. "'Them committees always turn me sick, "'and being a stout woman, my boots feel too tight for me, "'and I goes into a perspiration, "'and the great drops go rolling off my forehead. "'Well, he's kept his word.' and got the law right of England behind him. What reporters call a sensation made itself felt through the ward. The inmates gathered closer round Mrs. Cleaver, and screaming infants were rocked and patted and soothed with much vigor and little result. Well, said Mrs. Cleaver, sinking on to the end of a bed, I went afore the committee and I says, I want to take my discharge, I says. I applied last week to the master, but mine got at him first, and master up and says, No, Mrs. Cleaver, you can't go. He says, Your husband can't spare you, he says. Wants to keep you in company in air, he says. Is that true, master? says the little man what sits lost in a big chair. That is so, sir, says master, and then he outs with a big book and reads something very learned and brain-confusing that I did not rightly understand as to how a husband may detain his wife in the workhouse by his marital authority. "'Good heavens,' says the little lady guardian, "'or what's dressed so shabby? "'Is that the law of England?' Then they all began talking at once, most excited, and the little man in the big chair beat like a madman on the table with hammer, and no one took the slightest notice. But when some quiet was restored, the little man asked me to tell the board the circumstances. So I says how he lost his work through being drunk on duty, which was the lying tongue of the police. For his head was clear, the drink all has taken him in the legs. Like most cabmen, the old Oz keeps sober. It was a thick fog, and he just got off the box to lead the Oz through the gates of the mews, and the policeman spotted his legs walking out in contrary directions. Though his head was clear as daylight, and so... The police ran him in, and the beak took his license from him, and here we are. Now I've got over my confinement, and the child safe in heaven. After all, the worrit and starvation, I thought I'd like to go out and earn my own living. I'm a dressmaker by trade, and my sister will give me a home. I ain't being here, living on the rates, and he not having done better for us than this Bastille, though I always says it was the lying tongue of a policeman. It seems fair I should go free. 
the lady what comes round sundays told me i ain't got no responsibility for my children being a married lady with the lines then the little man flew out most violent don't talk like that my good woman of course you have responsibility to your children you must not believe what ignorant people tell you then i heard the tall ginger-haired chap what sits next to the little man him as you unmarried girls go before to try and father your children i heard him say quite distinct the woman is right sir married women are not responsible for their children but i believe the husband is within his rights in refusing to allow her to leave the workhouse without him then they asked me to retire and the master told me to come back here and i should know the result later oh lord i'm that odd and upset with the worry of it all i feel i'll never cool again and mrs cleaver wiped her brow and fanned herself with her apron single life has its advantages said a tall handsome woman who was nursing a baby by the window you with the lines ain't been as perlite as might be to us who ain't got em but we as the laugh over you really i'm taking my discharge tomorrow morning and not one of em dare say me nay i needn't appear afore boards and be worried and upset with husbands and guardians and things afore i can take myself off the parish and eat my bread independent but why weren't you married pennyloaf not for want of asking i'll be bound no it warn't for want of asking fact is i was put off marriage at a very early age i ad a drunken beast of a father a spent his time a-drinkin by day and a-beatin mother by night one night he overdid it and killed her he got imprisonment for life and we was put away in the workhouse schools it would have been kinder of the parish to put us in the lethal chamber as they do cats and dogs as ain't wanted but we grew up somehow knowing we weren't wanted and then the parish found me a situation under housemaid in a big house and then i found as the young master wanted me the first time as any human soul had taken any interest in me and oh lord i laughs now when i think what a happy time it was since then i've had four children and i have twenty-five shillings a week coming in regular besides what i can make at the cooking i lives clean and respectable no drinking no bad language my children never see nor hear what i saw and heard and they are mine 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 i always comes into the house for confinement liking quiet and skilled medical attendance i never gets refused the law daren't refuse such as me i always leaves the coming in till the last moment then there are no awkward questions and when they begin to inquire as to settlement i'm off all the women in our street are expecting next week their husbands all out of work and not a pair of sheets or the price of a pint of milk between them all lying in one room too with children and husbands about as i don't consider decent but having the lines it is precious hard for them to get in here and half of them daren't come for fear he and some one else will sell up the home whilst they're away you remember mrs hall who died here last week well she told me that her husband swore at her so fearful for having twins that the doctor sent her in here out of his way and what with all the upset and the starvation whilst she was carrying the children she took fever and snuffed out like a candle no 
the neighbors don't know as i'm a bad woman i generally moves before a confinement and i as a husband on the high seas well i'm going back to-morrow to my neat little home that my lady help has been minding for me to my dear children and to my regular income and i don't say as i envies you married ladies your rings or your slavery End of chapter 2